You're listening to Bible Prophecy Daily, a weekday podcast where Bible prophecy matters and matters greatly. It's another episode of Bible Prophecy Daily. I'm Jake McCandless. And I'm so glad I'm getting the chance to hang out with you. If you've been listening for a while to this podcast, then you've likely heard me cycle around and probably heard me tell why I'm doing this and and my heart. But if you're joining us for the first time, I just got to let you know where I'm coming from. I've been a pastor for over the last 20 years. And a few years ago, the Lord got a hold of me through Matthew 24.10, where it says many will turn away. And as a pastor, I began looking out at my congregation, realizing this meant, in that prophetic time, the majority of my congregation would turn away. So what have I done as a pastor to prepare them? And I launched a ministry called Stand Firm to encourage believers to hold on and to help navigate such a time as this. Through that ministry, I started writing and speaking on the topic The Lord has taken that ministry and turned it a bit as of late as I'm turning the focus into helping families have a faith that lasts. And actually writing and teaching the return of Jesus to kids, to teenagers, to college students. Because it's crazy. For years, we have not been telling our kids the end of the story. It's not the end, but what lies ahead. So that's where I'm coming from. Over my past several episodes, I have been focusing on looking back at COVID and the lessons that we could learn as people who are tracking in what the Lord is doing and trying to help others see that. I want to take a break from that because I have to share with you about my family's trip recently to Israel. I've got young kids, 9 and 12, and we went as a family to Israel just a few weeks ago. Now, it's a long God story of how we ended up taking our kids and feeling called to do that. I mean, the year before, we had went to Disney. And so we're like, okay, we showed them the supposedly Magic Kingdom. We better show them where the real Magic Kingdom is going to be. But just an incredible time. As not just my kids, all of us walked away with just so many confirmations of Scripture. But the biggest thing that we took away was what God has been up to for the last several decades and what he's doing right now. When I got back, someone asked me, so Jake, are you ready to go live over there? Now, I'm not too crazy about Mediterranean food. Sorry, just putting it out there. But no, I I love where I live. But I told him, you know, I'm not necessarily signing up to go live there, but what I do love is being in the center of the action of what God is doing. Because as students of prophecy, we know center stage at the end of the age is the nation of Israel, is Jerusalem. That's center stage. Center stage of the millennial kingdom is Jerusalem. Now, I have been speaking for on how God has been fulfilling prophecy right before our eyes in regards to the resettling of Israel. Though I have preached that and preached that and written on that, it was another thing to see it firsthand. 
God is fulfilling prophecy right before our eyes. Because what I believe is the second most prolific prophecy in Scripture is the promise of an ultimate scattering and gathering of the Jewish people. I say prolific because we're not talking about just one prophecy. Nearly every prophet talked about this. And it's not just in the book of the prophets where we see this. We see this throughout the whole Old Testament. The first most prolific prophecy I believe we have in Scripture is the coming of the Messiah. But I would argue second to that, as far as amount of Scripture, we have the ultimate, the ultimate scattering and gathering of the Jewish people back to the land. Here's just some examples of the places where we see this. Isaiah 11, 11 through 12. Isaiah 66, verse 8. Jeremiah 31, 10. Ezekiel eleven seventeen, Amos nine fourteen through fifteen, Jeremiah twenty three seven through eight. Just a few of them. Those were the easy pickings, and this has been fulfilled right before our eyes. So when we talk about this being fulfilled, of course we jump to the ultimate scattering, and we typically think of seventy A.D. and the destruction of the temple in Jerusalem, and of course that's true. That began the scattering. Ultimately, it's the final revolt in 132 A.D. where we see the final scattering happen. And this scattering is documented in the Diaspora. And from 70 A.D., 132 A.D., from that point on, the Jewish people are trying to find a home and face persecution after persecution, culminating in the Holocaust. In the late 1800s, we see a few families begin to come back to the land, almost prophetically coming back, knowing what was ahead in Europe. And then in World War I, as the Ottoman Empire is defeated and the British take control of the land, and it becomes open again for the Jewish people to return. Still, it was slow. Very few did. But then following the Holocaust, many more begin to return to the land. Of course, in 1948, Israel becomes a nation. In 67, they get control of Jerusalem. But as I said, it's right before our eyes. In 2007 was the first time that there were more Jews in the land of Israel than any other one place in the world. This has been happening. But though there has been a gathering, we have still not seen the ultimate fulfillment. Because as we read passages like the ones mentioned and many others, we see that there is still a time of Jacob's trouble coming. There is a time of some displacement coming. And along with the ultimate gathering comes the acceptance of Jesus, the reconciliation to the Father, and the establishment of the Messiah's kingdom. And though that is the ultimate fulfillment, and I'm always quick to, as people begin to talk about what's going on now, to say, well, you know, I know that's great, but ultimately, it's the millennial kingdom where this is all going to be fulfilled. But being there myself, I feel convicted to say, hey, we, we need to recognize God is up to something. God has been working. Prophecies are being fulfilled now. Yes, they're ultimately fulfilled in the millennial kingdom. But let's give credit where credit is due. God is keeping his word now. So one of those prophecies is found in Jeremiah 31. And this prophecy sets the tone for what was my daughter's favorite site that we visited. 
our very first stop on our tour. So we're there for over 10 days, see a lot of amazing things, you know, a lot of very familiar historical sites, doing activities, all these things. Yet, this first stop was my daughter's favorite. We go into the hills of Samaria and go to the biblical site of Bethel. And there we go to see a vineyard. And we're taken through the vineyard, looking around. So we're seeing this beautiful vineyard, all of these grapes. We can look across the valley. And on the next hill, it's barren. And as we stood in that vineyard, the owner opened up Jeremiah 31 and read from verse 5, where it says, Again, you will plant vineyards on the hills of Samaria. The farmers will plant them and enjoy their fruit. Now in context, to be fair, this takes us to the Millennial Kingdom, but this hillside in Samaria was barren for nearly 2,000 years, and now vineyards stood just as the Lord promised. Again, all we did was walk through the vineyard, had some lunch. We get back on the bus and ask my daughter, well, what do you think? And she said, Daddy, if we can get everyone who doesn't believe to come here and see these vineyards and read that verse, then they will know God is real and they will believe. And I want to tell you, all that it took for our family to go, that moment, that first stop, solidified. There's nothing we could have done better for our kids. They saw the Word of God, not just historically fulfilled, but being fulfilled right before their eyes. They picked the grapes that were promised by Jeremiah 2,500 years ago. And as they picked those grapes, they looked across and saw the barren hillside on the other side. They saw God is at work. And again, I, I, I want to be one that says, whoa, whoa, context there, Jake. <laughs> this is the millennial kingdom. Because it also says and talks about the full restoration. And I get that. But let's not sell God short. He's kept his end of the deal up. Prophecy is being fulfilled. So as we're there, Again, with my daughters, they made friends. And we're there in Jerusalem, walking through this modern mall, headed to go up the steps to go into the old city. And my daughter and her new friend are running up the steps. And a passage in Zechariah came to mind. In Zechariah 8, verse 4, it says, This is what the Lord Almighty says. Once again, men and women of ripe old age will sit in the streets of Jerusalem, each of them with cane in hand because of their age. The city streets will be filled with boys and girls playing there. My daughter and her friend who was born in the land, fulfilling this passage. Again, complete context. The previous verse says, I, the Lord, will return to Zion, dwell in Jerusalem. Then Jerusalem will be called the faithful city and the mountain of the Lord Almighty and will be called the holy mountain. Definitely, the context is the millennial kingdom. But again, up until recently, there weren't generations born in the land, and there is now. God is up to something. He is keeping his part of the deal. Following verse 5, where it said the city streets will be filled with boys and girls playing there, 
We have verse 6 that says, This is what the Lord Almighty says. It may seem marvelous to the remnant of this people at that time, but will it seem marvelous to me, declares the Lord Almighty? This is what the Lord Almighty says. I will save my people from the countries of the east and the west, and I will bring them back to live in Jerusalem. They will be my people, and I will be faithful and righteous to them as their God. Again, context there. But I was in awe as I read Jeremiah and stood there and saw it with my own eyes. The contrast of the barrenness around and this vineyard. The same as I was watching my daughter and her friend run through the streets of Jerusalem. It is mind-blowing that God would keep such detailed promises and he would bring things to be fulfilled. It really is mind-blowing. I mean, we go back to the, what Jesus fulfilled in the first advent. It is mind-blowing. And the Lord says, it may seem marvelous to you guys, but was it marvelous to me? Why did you ever doubt me? Of course, I'm going to keep my word. And again, to be, to be fair to the scriptures, this is talking about a time that we're not quite yet to. But God is keeping his end of the marvelous promise. Thanks for listening to Bible Prophecy Daily. We hope you learned something valuable today. Be sure to subscribe wherever you heard this podcast so you never miss an episode. 